0: Yes. Hmm, did I have a girlfriend in uni? Hmm, but yeah. hmm. Big bad, big little bang, there's a lot of the jungle. And oh I just have to feel this tune for like two seconds first before I actually go down into this, you know, uh breakdown or content analysis of uh, Blackbones new strip, Of course as we're hearing the music as huh? You know, um Without further ado, you know, J5 is just playing in the background, which is good music, by the way. But, um, of course, I was talking about Blackbones, like I I said earlier, I think last week when I posted up about um, Velashmola's new tape, I was going to get into Blackbones new tape. And uh, honestly speaking, this has been brilliant work, I'll be honest. Uh, This has been great, great musical expertise by a consistently diversified artist, you know, one who won't let the barriers of hip-hop hold him down to what he's not. You know, he's been steadily evolving and one of the most creative artists in our time, if I'm being honest. You know, first of all, we all know who Blackbones is. Not if he's not on the internet every day, because he here mm-hmm. uh, or continues as But You know, to get an in-depth analysis or to get, uh, you know, a real-life story of who Blackbones is, of course, we know, who his, we know his stage name, but his real name is actually Emeka Akume Fule from Imo State, you know, my brother, one name, you know, he was actually born on 29 January, January 1996, which is funny because it's actually like two days after Bella Shmada, so these guys are just youngies, and they are, what, mid-twenties, cashing out and, you know, doing mature shit for the industry, which is very, very impressive. Black ones decided to chalk City, and he, he has been affiliated with the Crown Records, that uh, records with AQ and Loose Kanye. You know they've been doing their shit for a long, long time now. Dropped consistent things where he was on them, of course. You know, apart from I remember crowns when crowns dropped, black moves with a couple of bangers, even on Lamb, You know, their most recent uh, collaborative project where they all come through and do their thing together as hip hop artists that they really are. You know, it has been actually great for him. He has actually been coming on that stride. You know, he's been affiliated with them and uh, he's been actually been singing since. He was at OAU. I'm sorry, about it, I'm trying to like reduce volume on this laptop. Actually, we're singing. He was like um, at AOU where he went to study engineering. Then uh, he's been a battle rapper for a really, really long time. You know, um, if I remember very clearly, I think that was like 2017 or so. You know, when I was preparing work to write about him back in 2018 for a friend. You know, I went through some of his old shit. He was a battle rapper. You know all those battle rap bars, all those. The ones that people like, uh, if I'm not mistaken, what was the guy's name? I can't really remember. I think MC or something like that. One of those guys I was really onto. You know, there were a lot of rappers, good individuals there. You know, that one really sprung him into the middle, uh, into the limelight. And like I earlier said, he's one of the most creative artists of his of his genre and of his time. If I'm being honest. Now, let's talk about musically uh, what he's doing, like how far he's come historically in the discography aspect, of course. You know he's been dropping material like I said since 2018. Officially, that's I'm sure he had like older records before that time, but probably were not even good enough to be called songs. You know, but he's been dropping consistent material since 2018. I remember he did that with Bad Boy Black. I remember I talked about that tape. You know, I remember that was when Blackburn was coming to the onto the scene. You know, it, there was more of hip hop there, but you could tell that there were elements of fusion on that on that particular record. So he dropped that. I was Bad Boy Black. Then he dropped ree in 2019, and then he dropped Mr. Bombastic in 2019, which is more or less a stepping stone for the kind of Black bones we are hearing today. You know, I was, of course, as well as last year's um, compilating tape with MIAQ Loose, as I was talking about earlier, Lamb. So, basically speaking, we're talking about his last material. I'll be honest, me, I'm more of a sex-over-love guy than, you know, young preacher, because when he was... That's actually his single material per, per se. But if we're talking about his compilations, to like as a body of work, uh, of course we'll be talking about uh, his work with A Q and M I and Luke Sky on Lamb. Personally, for me, A Q was my favorite rapper. But a lot of people have been saying Blackbone's killed that tape. I'm not surprised because you know on his bars too he was he was hard as hell, you know. And he has been finding more footing on his work. Um, if I'm if I'm being honest, because if you are looking at his, his own personal discography now and the kind of sound he wants to cover for his fans now uh Like I was saying earlier, sex over love is my thing. You know, I remember I had songs like uh, 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 Bling Bling, I had songs like Fendi. You know, all these things were like a stepping stone from Mr. Bombastic because I could tell there were elements of this fusion coming more into light when he was on Mr. Bombastic. Uh, I think that was the one that had that uh, that nash jam. One jam I that was nashy, <laughs> a madman. <laughs> so, um, I. Uh, like I was saying, you know, in growth, in delivery, of course, there was a growth from Mr. Bombastic to sex over love, which is my shape. But Young creature is just the most cohesive of them all, if I'm being honest. You know, but I'll be speaking about last, the last material just now. So, yeah, sex over love was good. This is an improvement, if you are putting it in general perspective. You know, the, uh, all these things were more or less sparks from Bombastic. So, it's, it's very beautiful. It's very good to see, and uh, it's encouragable, of course. Now, on this new tape, there was, of course, there were, of course, uh, they had to prep for it background wise. You know, he was all over the media. I think, like he always is, uh, and I was sure YouTube was going to come up because he was always talking about uh, a young preacher. I think he changed his name, his name on Twitter to Young Preacher at some point, and then he dropped back in uni, which was supposed to be like the lead single, which was a banger by the way. Shout out to J Five and the Elements for that production. You know, and uh, I think I think when it was on, on an audio version. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, there were like different versions of this podcast. because I had a friend of mine, slash, general, slash, you know, another music pundit, worldwide, seasonal journalist. You know, he he made he made some he made some observations that the the song that he heard on um, I think on the one he dropped on a particular uh, uh, on a particular platform had like one audio cut out, and then the one he teased had like two audio. So it was kind of it was kind of hazy until I think when he would he now dropped it officially at the single with the video. You know, I think he dropped that I thought it was in September, October some time ago you know um, so he was always preparing for this tape he was always in the studio you know I was working as always Even he even came out for I think there's a new artist now signed to Chalk City I can't remember these guys but I listened to his tape it was alright you know regular Afro stuff you know, definitely has a lot to work on if you ask me you know he was working on he was working with that guy and of course he was working on his tape as well so it's really really good to see and then Generally speaking, of course, there was a whole lot of hype about the album. We all remember how he and T.J. Murray were going back and forth. Of course, playing about how you know Black didn't want to bring money for the tape, and at the same time, he, and at the same time, he didn't want to, uh, he didn't want to use, he didn't want to. T.J. Murray was like, "Yeah, you have the money, stuff and stuff." So all these things really like brought him into the limelight because once he dropped that tape. The tape was so catchy that everybody was like, yo man, when is the song coming, when is an EP coming, when is an album coming? So the whole thing just worked well for him. And it was really, really crazy because uh, the video itself came out well. He directed it, I think, alongside another young director, Hungry and Searching, even, which is good. Uh, and it was more or less a tribute he paid to all the artists that were doing really well on charts on global digital streaming platforms, as we have music these days. So it was really, really nice, and of course he spoke about a release before that time because he dropped another visual, which was fake Nikes. Where he was, I think he dropped that and then teased that young fish was coming like, like the next for the next two weeks, which was not really bad at all. And it was really nice because trust me, this was a good tape. Now, I'm talking about the tape particularly. I always say this, like I'm saying now, this tape is cohesive. It blends well together. It sticks to subject matter. You know, of course, not forgetting the fact that it it diversifies. Uh, it's more or less diversity in unity where we're talking about one thing but you are hitting from a lot of different angles probably from the delivery or from the production or from the content or the direction of the song itself so you know the sound and style everything all blended all together the mixing the mastering the artistry behind it was impeccable now if i'm talking about one particular track, track that actually got me there were actually a lot now i'm talking about out of 14 songs like 10 I like go-to faves. This is a good album. Unarguably, one of Afro's hip-hop best tapes I've dropped this year. I'm looking at this and I'm looking at Pipakulian, if I'm being honest. Now, Whistle was a very, very beautiful record. Now, this record was, was, uh, was mashed up in beauty. When I, when I say this is a complete record, because down from the features to the productions, down to Blackbone's verse, you know, more or less, the thematic content of this song, was very very good. It was straightforward. It was straight to home. And uh, Logie, I must say, was, was impeccable on this track, but that's some features. Now, on Black Moon's verse, it was like, you know, she want a gangster filling up at her time. I was singing some Patois, I think he was singing some Patois level, like, She want a gangster feeling a tank. time. Man float with the water inside another pan. She feel at home when she come to my place. Ride a nigga all day. You know, something like that. He was really vibing on this. You no, know, he was. He was like she wants a gangster to in a tank. She might to float with the water inside the pants. So that's some double entendre, punchline kind of thing. Then he was like she feels at she feels at home when she comes to my place. So you, know, you can tell you can see the paradoxical nature of this punchline all on one line on one bar per se. So which was actually very very nice. Then he was like you know he's not taking reality shots after some battle. this. So he was like my brother go and hide your babe. because bam them still a puff you know, innocent face which is reality, like I said earlier, but really painful. I really don't want my baby to be doing that. But, you know, Whistle was sex-driven. It was sensual. It was erotic to an extent, thanks to Loge and Amari, you know, really blending in well with their really, really unique voices to make this song one of the best records on this album, if you ask me. Then another track I really, really liked again was, um, if I'm not mistaken, it was um, Fake Nikes. Fake Nikes was explosive. That was good music. You know, it's the fact that you know, people don't see the bigger picture of this song that is actually getting to me. Because, because if you look at the bigger picture, so fake Nike is not about just him wearing fake necks because he doesn't care. It's more or less him telling you that he will still continue to be him. You know, because if you go on, if you go on and change for someone else, at the end of the day, you are not doing yourself any good. That's like, that's like, that's like my takeaway, my moral takeaway from this particular song. Because this song didn't just attack. The fight was fake Nikes, He talked about the currency of the economy. He talked about some other in-depth topics. So, you know, that's that cohesion, that's that direction I was talking about. Now, uh, on fake Nike's, he's, he's talking about, like I say, yeah, of course, the shoes and stuff, but it's more or less like a bigger picture. He's like, young yeah, nigga, go, I still rock fake Nike's. If you got a problem, pull up and fight me. Because if I go book buying real Nike's half of your niggas gonna still spite me, which is true, you know, he still do his shit because at the end of the day, think on favor you now still laugh, do I man, like John So it's in concern now. So I, I don't really blame him on that. And trust me, his verse there was really crazy because they, I'm about to get into it and it was you know it really took me down a while. I was like what I really blame is the currency. It is like two mil for YT. I ain't buying that shit for the hype G. What the fuck niggas telling me that I'm that rich? And he now says I rather put that two million in the safe, please. Rather put that two mil into crypto. At least i know where that money goes I, I didn't write that part though but that's where I, I, that, that's where he was going with that but if you look at if you look at the distribution of the lines you at the beginning he was like what i really blame is the currency that is like two mil for a YT." then towards the ending of what i just said he was like i rather put that two mil in a safe place i rather put that two mil into crypto so we're talking about the current situation of the currency or, you know about how shit is, and then you know how of course cryptocurrency has taken over you no, know, of course on this particular record. So this is the song talking about fakeness, and then we're talking about economy. Music. This is brilliant work. Then he says, "Half of y'all look stupid in Gucci. I look hard as fuck, brand Gucci. I just buy what I want, no pressure. I just pull up and I leave an impression. Wait, go broke for Twitter impression. Show me one of the niggers. I'm impression. Now this particular phrases of line was was so nice to my ear because uh, as much as He's actually playing on words. There were word plays here. This is technicality at a very, very good pace. Because it was like, half of y'all look stupid in Gucci. I look hard as fuck Bram Gucci. You know, he's, he's, double, he's doubling down on the Gucci words. He's playing on those words. At the same time, he's not talking about Gucci. Like, I look hard as fuck Bram Gucci. I feel like I'm good. Which is a punchline. At the same time, he's playing with the same words, Gucci. And then, that's not even part of it. Another part that really gets me. Whatever he says, I just buy what I want. No pressure. I just pull up and I leave an impression. Now that's a wordplay. That's these are rhymes. Now it's a rhyme scheme that follows that actually gets to me. You're like, I just pull up and I leave an impression. We go broke for Twitter impression. Now, when you hear this on the bar, it's, it's how it's actually supposed to fall in. But it's the beauty in how he delivers it that actually gets to me because it's like I just pull up. It's like like I just pull up and I leave an impression. I just pull up and I, like it just hits on a particular beat. And now he goes, I just pull up and I leave an impression. Wait, go broke for Twitter. Impression. If you actually follow up the sequence of how he was rhyming, you'll get lost here. But still on still, that is the technicality of his rhyme scheme. Because he actually puts in the bar before the beats now drops. So the technique here, the rhyme scheme here, the flow here was too much. And actually, you know, commend him of that. If you're really, if you're a really hip-hop guy, like if you if you follow up on what I'm talking about, I think you understand this. But man, this was good work. This was a good technique in writing. Now, another track I really liked was I'll be waiting. I'm just talking about three of his main tracks I got to me. I'll be waiting was deep, one of the most deep and reverting records on this particular album. Because he's speaking in depth on this thing. It makes you it makes you feel welcome in a world of where you know Black bones for what, what he is, a slot. A sex lover, a lover, generally, and at the same time, there are even depths that we don 't even know about him because even towards the end of this song, it was like I, was, I think that was his mom or his aunt talking about how they actually have to struggle for a lot of things, you know which goes to show you that there is more this young man can give to us you know other than just this sex and love and this is a particular example because this song was speaking in volumes now he makes some records. he would make some some statements like. All my life, I've been reckless. If I got this money early, probably wasted on VVSs. Walk like I'm an independent. Never leave a track pending. Still acting like I'm broke, and in the trenches is part of me. You know, there was a particular way he he delivered this track. It was there was this calm, laid back. It was not rush. He was not rushing the beats, You know, it was it was as if he was speaking from the soul on this particular record. You know, he was like, yeah, all of his life he's been reckless. If he didn't get this money. When he got it, which is now, if I got it way younger, he would probably spend it all on nonsense, on necklaces and stuff like that. And he's working like he has nobody for him, leaving the track independent, still acting like he's broke because he's from the trenches. This guy came from poverty, he came from nothing. So he's not as if one kind of rich kid who just like to wear it only and no it in the way. So, well, now, uh, now, that, now that is one part of it that really got me. Now he's now making some statements clear in some actually, in some coming back. He says, and the way, the way this says it statement actually sounded, it actually sounded like they were shots fired but I don't really think, I think it came out from Love, and Boone actually is someone who will not back down from a battle fight, so that one's never been an issue. It was like, I'm, I'm checking the bills against the new music, I'm checking the checks against the flex, I'm checking out on all these new groupies. My bro CK told me, you gotta get the energies right. Don't agree, but he's probably right. I mean, it's kind of, it looks like he blew up overnight. So, you were like deep bars. And you know CK has come a long way from chalk City. Because if you actually follow CK, CK's trajectory up. You know that CK was doing shit with, actually, Blackbones. He was doing shit with um, this career boy, Alpha Eugenie. Back then, these boys are boys that were rehearsing. back then, but Siki got back on the mic. He got on the mic, and he actually did all of them go on the mic. per say, but Siki actually it actually worked for him, and like Blackbone was it was like it was a one hit wonder. But he was like his bro told him, man, you have to actually get your energies right. He doesn't agree with him. These are the bars. Now, in my, I was saying earlier, like my sound like short fired, but it's actually no, just you know him venting because, like I was saying earlier, this track is one of the most soulful and the most, uh, you know, uh, how I put it now most uh, deep reflecting songs on this particular album now he's actually even making further comments and comparison. this song is in depth in making further comparison you're like further comparison i'm living a pop star life man some embarrassing i sold out mo park i mean i'm carrying because no other rappers could do that shit. and in that and that ain't arrogance you know there was something about the rape scheme here you're he like further comparison I'm living a pop star life, my need some my embarrassing. So he's a like, comparison, embarrassing. Like he's living a pop star life, which might actually be embarrassing. But well, he didn't put it embarrassing in this particular rigs. And then he now says, I saw that Mopak, I mean, I'm carrying. He's back to that. Then, because no other rappers could do, could, could do that shit, ain't that, and that ain't arrogance. So you could tell there is, you know, these are the flows. Comparison, barrison, carrying, arrogance. But it's the particular way he, in which he plays these bars, which makes the rhyme scheme very very nice just like the rhyme scheme was on a, that particular track and um, fake nikes so there's something with bones writing me and i won't lie you know the boy is good now he knows then he, that now these are shots fired actually because he, he's, he's actually making some statements here he's like other rappers could do that shit and that ain't other rappers couldn't do that shit and that ain't arrogance and i'm going to just say this for like two minutes like one minute or some seconds per se him and yp's uh Beef is kind of funny because these guys are friends. I wonder was I think it's something that's to do with guy. Yeah, you're learning from me, or yeah, I'm learning from you. Nobody wants to reach out at home so it's, it's actually kind of cute. <laughs> actually, kind of cute. So I, I believe they'll get over it if if uh, left to both of them. That won't be an issue. But but him is taking his shots here and all. Then he now says, yeah, three top tens. I did it solo. I didn't owe shit to nobody. I'm in my own zone. You know, he's doing his own stuff. Then he's not making more shots here. He says, I know niggas that anytime they want to drop shit, they just go on my page and look for something to copy. And, and that's exactly what I was talking about, like some circles About him and, him and uh, what they call him, YP, you know, going back and forth on only God knows what. So the thing is kind of uh, crazy, but I'm sure they will make up. You know, they feature each other on several tracks. Bones is more of an Abuja Joss guy. YP is an ABJ 334 to the core Apex Village CEO self. So I'm sure they will get it right. It's one of those things, you know. I don't want to. I don't. I want you to know I'm bigger than you. I don't want you to know I'm bigger than me. No. it's for But then he says he now continues after he's seen somebody they go up they go to the shit and copy. He now says, but I am mad that most of them envy. Don't mind, crypto so big, stealing ahead, rent free. Man, when I heard this thing, my mind went wild because I'm thinking of ways. In which he talked about this particular. I think that song that's even playing now. We talk about this particular I drop because you're like, but are you mad that most of them envy? Don't mind, creep so big, stealing a head rent free. Are you? Are you listening to that? You're like, like dear envy. You know when you when someone is living in your head rent free. Now him now he says okay like they're jealous of him. They're making they're making fun of him like they're, they're jealous of him. They live in his like the, um, he lives in their head. But him now, his creep is so big, so he's, he's like ahead rent free. Oh no, you have to understand, like, Bones is crazy, man. I don't know if he gauged this thing, like, i are gauging it. But, man, when I heard this it took me to where I'm talking about now. You're like, but I am mad that most of them envy. Don't mind, creep so big, still ahead rent free. So, man, complexity of this line. No worries. Now, in Asi, that's by the side, I made 100 mil last year. That's why I'd figure for rappers, but then it's calm here. couple of dust, a dust met. A honey, this is just Jews now, which is a designer. Too rich to be acting the girl to send you, she knows that already. So he was just finessing on this track. I think that's what I explained now. But like I was saying, there's, there's so much depth on this record because towards the ending, you hear his mother's voice, I think it's auntie's voice, or some relation, female wise, who talks about how they've come up, you know, how things have been hard, you know. Shows that this guy has a lot still to offer. Now that, that, that's back part, Park, see. Now we talking about the features, just a few features caught to me. Of course, no, most of them were good, but some actually really stuck out. Like LoJ, J, like I was saying earlier. You know, he was fiercely on this particular track. So he was like, No, it's been a rough couple months. We are am missing you. You call my right, my feelings away. When I was writing his name, it was nice. See as har- you were like see as Harry Potter go run like a dog till I we see you. <laughs> oh, Luji was crazy for so this. Like She has Harry Potter, I go run like a dog till I we see you. What are you saying? So <laughs> I think what he say he's like yeah, it's running like Harry Potter, but like you know how a dog whistles and he's going to come around for you. But it was crazy, child. you know that lumber in Afro beats. we <laughs> like, streets not the cross is not crazy. The hook, Roger took the hook, he took the cross. Brilliant work. he was like, cause streets not cruise. And if then as I leash I choose and if I feel you confused, you I go lean on you I tell the streets now cruise, and then go we'll cheat on you. So if you paint your look, you better like your look. It was very very nice, man. I thought he singer I missing like, sing, like, sing like It was really, really nice, it was catchy as hell. You know, you know, straight to the point of what he was actually referring to. How he is really, really, you know, head over heels for her. He's going to go crazy over his girl. I think LoJ crafted most of these uh, bars for this hook and chorus, which is beautiful work by him. So, so LoJ has actually been good. He was on Sarkozy sheet, which was very, very nice. He actually dropped a song, Leader. I don't think he'll be dropping an album till, the, till next year, but man, LoJ has been impressive this year, I'll be honest. Now, another, another feature I really liked a lot was... Was Blackie B L X C I C K I E on um, fake Nikes? I did some background check on him, and funny enough, this guy is um, he's a uh, he's a South African. He's done some songs. He actually done some songs with Aries. You know, one of the hottest South African rappers in the game for like three years now. Nasty is good too, but you know, Aries is this is Aries' time now. I'm Not comparing or anything, but this is his time now. Uh, no, he's Blackie. had done some songs with him. I think he's South African. You know, there was something about it. the most important thing that took me on this particular track for him was his delivery. His delivery was crazy. His way he crafted his his songs, his crafted his verses. The way he put them all together, it was infectious and unique. And he was still able to stick to the subject matter of this particular song because fake nikes. If you if you listen to that type of song, if you're one if you're one, if you're one of the people creating that particular record, you could easily be driven away because we're talking about fake nikes, which is actually. Is a bigger picture to what we see in society today uh, uh, the economy, the jealousy, uh, comparisons, and all. So it was really, really nice. It was like, pull up and flex on the mall, I go to the mall, I get what I want. You niggas face on, I can't even start talking about the hotel, I just I can't, I can't deliver it like him. It was, it was too nice. Something that only him can do. You're like, pull up and flex on the mall, I go to the mall, I get what I want. You niggas face your niggas face on now. Face on my man, she got what she wants, so he's basically saying he's, he's flexing. He, your face is on down. Him is looking at his girl, she's taking out to the mom. she's getting what she wants, just like what he gets, just like he's getting what he wants too. So he's just finessing. Then you're like, Mama, call. she said that she seen me. And see. Okay, I'll let me try. Mama, call. she says, Mama, called, she said that she ain't seen me. Told her, damn, you should put on the TV. You're like, if Mama was calling him, I don't see me, i you you you. Like my mom stand, i put on the TV. You're like the he now is you stacking that mazes and rice. I ran up to the friend from the block. The city got me, got it all on my back. Diamonds as they changed my ideas. So man, I just like the finesse of this. This is like you know when you're just writing in a free space, it's like there is no boundary, there is no control, there is no leash to guide what you're saying. But everything just blends well together because your delivery is nice. What you're saying actually matches with what we were talking about on the record, and then you're infusing a lot of melodies with your voice and the way you flow. So Blackie was really really good. If I try, you're like, yeah, like as you stacking them, and rice. I run up to the free from the back. They see they got me got it all on my back. I said "What's oh, in?" That was the They changed my dress. It was just you know, there was nothing about it. I was just you know, nice like that. Then it was not like um. The closing remarks actually got me, they were like, call me when you're down, I'll always stay up, I'll always be down for you, and I'll let you know I want you. At the same time, he still rocks fake Nikes, you were like, you know, call me when you're down, I'll always be with you, I'll always be there for you, and I just want to let you know, man, I'm still rocking fake Nikes. <laughs> so, well, uh, so, uh, Blackie, Blackie, Blackie did a good one, I'm actually going to go and listen to maybe some new singles, I don't think I'll start putting my head in an EP for him, but I'll go on and, and run up his work, it was really nice. Now, another feature I really liked was Takura and Bien, you know, uh, I did some background check on them. Funny enough, we all know who Bien is. Okay, maybe not everybody knows Bien. Bien is from South East Seoul, one of the lead singers there, I think the song that's even playing now. One of a very very nice record, this record was love, this record was, I don't know what Mazo means, I don't think I've seen it anywhere. Why well, I'm sure it has to do with something we love about wanting your lover, about trying to show your lover that you're the best for her, and more. So it was really, really, was really, really nice, it was really, really sweet. Then, like I was saying from South Eastwood, now Takura is actually a Zimbabwean, I think that's how he's pronounced from Zimbabwe, and um, he's actually a good uh, vocalist. Because I went and looked at some of his singles, I don't know anybody has done no, apart from Black Bones. And some other funny names that look kind of familiar, but I don't think I know them too. But you can tell this guy is he's gifted. No, he, he handled just like Loji. He handled the chorus and he handled the hook. You know, they really put their things in this record. Him and Logic per se. It was like okay, like the song is saying, "You've been on my mind all day. Don't you want to fly away? When I'm with you, always you don't even need to think twice. Tell me what you look like, babe, girl. I want to lay your body down, boy. You don't get me started, baby. You're making me honey. <laughs> man. So. He did well on that particular record. Now Bien goes, I've been waiting for tonight all day. Maybe we can have it all your way. I've been waiting for the damn foreplay play. Then I can chop you with the gag, Namsta. Something like that. You know, we just the flu You know, that's BN from South. So you no, know, he now says go down, go down on your biggest behind slim thick waist, and your hips don't lie. And I like it, and I don't see no issue. You know, Bien's verse was actually really straight to the point. So I don't know whether he had other records to do that day but it was actually sweet. This whole song came well together well, the whole song came well together and the only funny thing I actually felt Takura and Bien were a group. When I started doing a little bit of research I don't know I discovered that okay this Takura guy is not with Bien. He's on his own from Zimbabwe then it's also you know I think from Kenyan. Kenyan musical gods. That's where Bien is from. You know it was really nice it was really really, really nice. So features per se Takura, Bien, Loje a lot of other guys came through on their features, but these are the ones that really stuck to me. I'll talk about those ones when I'm like generally talking about the tape. Now, back to another element which actually is very, very uh, important when looking at music. The production. You absolutely actually break it down to, to because the production is like a foundation for what you're building without the beats being on place. You're having a good thing up there, meanwhile, down here is bad. You know, I'm sure Nas knows all about that. But I'm sure he has worked on that because KD3 was mad. That's another tip, Sean. Can't really talk about Now, uh, we're talking about beats. Beats i got to me. Beats like Hot Boy, the sample on um, Loyalty. That's a uh, from IK Pop Play there. And of course, back in uni. These were really, really good bangers i got to me. Like, Hot Boy and I was produced by Tells, funny enough, and Ramoni. I think Ramoni is Black Bones in-house because he was on most of the productions, which is very, very nice. But like, on that time, Hot Boy, I want to play it now so you guys can have like a feeling of what I'm saying, I don't want to start talking about production, and then that production gets into my ear here. You know, it's just it's like a banger, and uh, you know, you can hear the stringing. You know, it starts off with the striking of the electric guitar, and there's a the little guitar at the back. Mm. Then, as the bass drops, there's this. I wrote about it. No, the, the beat is actually really nice. You know, There's this reggae bounce to it, this reggae dancehall, you know, this reggae dancehall bounce to it You know, then, like I was talking about, as the lead guitars are playing, there's this You know, like this, uh, there's like this, it's like a transposure of some sample kit But well, it actually drops well on the production, and then there are side drums on it Of course, uh, I won't lie, this production is great then towards towards the uh, let me allow this to be a bit first. Then towards uh, the ending of the production, there's this beat switch which is crazy. Then it now goes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, the, the drums are like you know when it's just it, there's this heavy drum feel. Then it gives you like a cinematic experience. Like it's no more music in it. like it's like a film or like a suspenseful or thrilling act in a movie. Then you know there's this you know there's this high five beat. Something like that, the elements of some sample drums, like I was talking about, you know, then it drops up into this grime, afro pop kind of beat. It's like it's no more young uh, black bones again, it's now it's like a what do you call this guy that was notes, imagine notes trying to go hard on rap or Kojo fonts, one of those, you know, afro grime pop kind of musicians. It was really, really nice. Or maybe, I won't say j Hus. <laughs> I won't say j Hus. You know, but then, you know, it's like that, and then there are now horns melting in the background. You know, that's like the second phase of this production. Then There's now a third phase of the production, where the production now sounds hollow. Then you can tell, you can hear Blackbone's voice all in the mixing and mastering. This is where the mixing and mastering guys actually come into play. So, why I really like this record, because... Apart from the beat switch, it's the way it starts off. I didn't even expect it to have that reggae or, you know, club bounce. And then in between, it's giving me this grind feel. So it's like a compilation of, of three or two different sounds, all in one, which is not bad because it actually blended well together, luckily enough. So now, another track I liked uh, production-wise it was Back in Uni. This was, this was beautiful. Of course, you have an and expedient and stellar producer like J5, who's been working with J-Horse for a long time and NSG you know, not me today and then you have people like Elements I went back and checked on them I saw so many Elements, I don't know which particular one is the Elements but I think they're a group and they're really really good you know, so there's this, uh, it has this super commercial friendly feel to it and you can you can, you can move to the production but you can tell it's, it's, it's centrically hip-hop that kind of thing. So it starts with the first tempo of the piano keys, boom, 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 boom. Then of course, before the snares drum, you can hear the snare now. No, j five was G five was impeccable. and so with the elements. It's a really good bob, you know. Then, then uh, I don't know what else to talk about this instrument. I'm even enjoying it like this. And that's the song I was playing when I first started recording. You know? It's in the going, you no know? Uh, so let me just do that for a little bit now. Then, no, then, uh, there's this particular instrument that I'm hearing that you know it sounds like with the snare, but uh, you know how there's this wooden instrument, like a wood. I only see that thing in my village, I swear. There's like there's a wood bar, then there's a hole in between to give it that sound to give it that vocality because if you're hitting it on plain wood it's just it's dense it's not coming out properly so there is like a, there's a hole in between so you can hit it on one edge and it sounds different and another edge it sounds different it's an Igbo it's an Igbo percussion kit I won't lie but it's like J5 was able to mix it the sound of it because it's sounding just like what I hear you're uh, hearing him. because if you listen to the beat properly you can hear some. let me play it's like it's hitting alongside with the snare. I don't know, I think I really won't hear it but it was crazy because the players are instrumental and then you can hear that liner in the back so that liner just goes in the back. It sort of like sets a melody and it sets a how I put that? It sets a melody or harmony to the production. It's like when you're going on the wave, so you don't go higher, you don't go too low but it's just setting you on pace. She was really, really nice, man. These guys are really putting this production was like the best on this album. Leave it. You know, this is cinematic. It's a cinematic thing to feel if you're just caught up in this. But you can imagine it. You can imagine hearing this production when we were working on it in the studio. It's crazy, man. And then afterwards, you know, the, there's this transposure of the bass guitar slightly, and then Bones is just leaving his verse properly, you know was everywhere man, you're transposing left and right, that's the beauty of music tweak it anyhow you want it as far as it gives you that desired sound that you're looking for you No, know, it was crazy stuff now another beat that got to me was loyalty more or less the beat itself is good Ramoni did a good work there Ramoni did a good work but it's the sample this is classic nigerian material you see this song eh? i k-pop play, play Diary did i went back and looked at it now i looked at it i looked and listened to it No more song is actually forever and then there were other songs, remember it was the one that sang One uh, Man, that was in 1999 or 2001 we are so young but we loved that was good music so Pop Lee you know, this was a beautiful song uh, Black Bones really, Ramoni did a really good work by sampling it I'm enjoying every bit of this production so, like I was saying, it was it started off in a, um. You know, it was, it was like you started, started from the cryptic sound of something like that. Then you now it out the before Ramone put some kind of contemporary elements, like we're hearing the kicks and the bass and the hi hats and the lead guitar. Okay, no, that's bass actually. So that was like setting the tempo. You know, and that's one thing with bass guitar, bass guitars and bass drums. They actually set the tempo for any musical outputs vital and of course keyboards a keyboard can play everything without needing a bass guitar or whatever it is but well these reproductions that got to me it was really really good stuff this was a good album so I, um generally speaking you know did i like all the songs guy yeah, almost everything i'll be honest even the ones that were kind of dull, over time, i've liked them but like if I'm talking about um you know if I'm putting out perspective there about things I observed you know look okay, of course the sample by Popley, Dairo now there was part that I like This is fashion over I didn't like it at first but when I started listening to it I really liked it you know the the sample itself sounds like it was sample from Post Malone oh, girl I like you. I do I don't I like you. you know how you know how the intro doesn't was. Mm-hmm. And that's that fashionable I was sounding to mm-hmm. before the song in that particular before the song in that actually dropped. Now, another track I actually liked so much was um, Star Life. Star Life was a uh, was a vibe. It's like uh, it, it had this asake effect to it, you know, all this choral background sound sounds it was really nice. Star Life Adifaji. It, it was a nice one. It sounds like an intro, it was not bad. Then you know, of course, uh, I'll be uh, back on my BS. Was that was another nice one. You can tell uh, Black Bones is heavily influenced by Drake. I think it's his best rapper. Say. I think I said it before. You know, because there was a lot of um, uh, there was a lot of observations on this particular tr- track. You know, you could tell he was on his Drake stuff. He was really, really on that one. And then um, uh, the sample of Asa on that track uh, on um, I'll be waiting. Are we da pamparade? Classic music. Are we waiting? Mm-hmm. I think that was on that her first album. Yeah. Sweet stuff, man. That was a nice one. Now S Mama was a club banger. That is a club banger. You might not actually do well on charts and stuff, but if you knock that in the club, maybe you don't do like 1 am. You don't knock do like azul. Don't they on malls. They give you yes, mama. You don't get how you know go dance. <laughs> so that was the one. Now, another song I really, really liked was She Likes Igbo. Oh my God. this The conceptuality behind this song, I have to tweet about it because when I first heard this particular track, when I saw the name of this song, She Likes Igbo, I thought we were talking about like this girl likes Igbo boys. You understand? I'll be honest because first of all, Blackbones is an Igbo guy. Maybe I thought he was trying to go into that direction. I didn't even think about it in that particular way. No, no, in this particular she like she likes Ibo. Now, when the beat breaks out, Jose Dikos was the one that made that production. It starts off in some kind of high-life percussion. Then before you know, it breaks out into some kind, you know, Afro beats percussion, but it's driven it's driven in a uh in a classic way, like in a jazz way. It's like some kind of opera music, you know, some kind of music you you, you sip champagne to. And it was really crazy because at the end of the day, the is talking about his drugs. It's crazy. So that's the, the conceptuality here yeah, was really, really mad. It was diverse. That was to show you the kind of creative young man we're talking about in this record. So... You know, if if I'm actually looking back, uh Amare too was great on um on that particular song with Lojay, uh, whistle, uh, whistle. But don't worry, Lojay stole that shine. Just leave it. This is not Amare or Bling Bling. This was something else. Check's verse two was was good on a uh, fake Nikes, but it sounded more like an outro. It was really, you know, I, I think it was very okay with it. It was just, it was good. It was refreshing to hear Check's voice again, and I think he dropped the video to that his song. He, he deal with them. Um, uh, Aria Star, I think he just dropped it. But oh, we checked, actually dropped an album this year. What, very good album. Uh, that's actually top 10 album stuff. It's just that it's really under the bike. I think it's underrated. Or maybe it was just the timing of the drop because a lot of other people have dropped. MI has dropped. Vector has dropped. Paper has dropped. Um, Plastic Slash has dropped. Um, Even my man, my man, Sidikak, Sidikak has dropped. Soul on Ice. You know, Jwan big boys in the hip hop have dropped, so it's been great. Nigerian hip hop well no, So it's been it's been really, really it's has been really, really easy. Now another observation I made was ring ring with Tewa. I'll be honest, this song didn't really get to me like that. It was actually not bad, or like you can run me, you can call me your mascellula. You know, it was really, really vibrant. I don't think Te Iwa was in was in his most natural. I think Bones was trying to get him in a particular place where it might be a little bit tough for him. He actually hung on well, but he didn't stick to me. He didn't resonate with me like most of other Te drops, you know, because Te is a soulful musician. If he's going to put in precautions in his production, I don't think he would have put it that way. But it wasn't bad. It was a catchy tune. But, you know, of course, of course, you know, there could have been a lot more to be done to that particular record. Um, I think that's particularly on this tape. I'm telling you that I don't per se hate any song on this album. This album is like top 3 best hip-hop albums that have dropped out of Nigeria this year. I'm not even going to say I'm drag. Black Bones is not my first top 5 rappers in Nigeria, but this album is top 3. This is good material. It's a cohesive tape and the songs are easily likable and relatable. So yeah, I've spoken a lot today. This is a very, very long drop. I'll be talking about Vector next week. <clears throat> Can't wait to get this B-E-C to B E C to sleep. Shout.